pleasant good morning to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. If it's afternoon, I want to wish, I want to say good afternoon. If it's evening, I want to say good evening. <laughs> My name is Gabriel Adebayo. I am the senior pastor of House of Grace Christian Center, located at 231 Rockaway Avenue, right here in the heart of Brooklyn. I want to continue in this series that I've started with you a couple of days ago um, about the stages, the process of success, the process of mankind. Um, and if you go back in the book of Genesis chapter 1, you will see that the, the formation of the, of the world came through a process. It came through a process which is why process uh, becomes one of the most paramount things in the life of every man. There is no progress. There will be no progress. There has never been a progress without a process. So if you are looking for a sudden Bing Bang theory, it's never going to happen. Either in your relationship, any level of your relationship, in success in whatever you do, you will not get to the top overnight. You will have to go through a process because it is something that is um, it is a must. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I, I say that because uh, you didn't you didn't grow up suddenly. You you have to go through the stage. Um, we call it stages in, in growth, but it's another area of life we can refer to it as process. So. So how then do you think you'll become what you become overnight without going through the process of it, one step before another? You take it little by little. Her mother used to say that a man who wants to eat a whole cow will start bit by eat bit. Exactly. You don't put the whole cow in your mouth. You eat it bit by bit. So we see in the book of Genesis chapter 1, as we go back there, but that before the begin begins, there is God. If you don't have God in your life, there is going to be trouble. I must confess to you right up front. Because in the beginning of everyone's life, there is always chaos. There's always chaos. Just like it was in the beginning of the creation, there was chaos. There was chaos. It was was not in perfect state. The earth was not in perfect state when God stepped into it. It was not in perfect state. And this is the same way uh, it is because this was, um, the earth was in a kind of a state of, of control of Lucifer, Satan, because of the overthrown of, of him in heaven. Uh, back in the book of Second Peter chapter 3, verse 5 and 7, you will read that. And Jeremiah chapter 4, I believe, verse 23 to 26 says that. So he overthrew the world that then was, the world that what then was. He overthrew it and he took control of it. And so, and you know, when Satan takes over something, there's pure darkness, nothing, nothing there is but pure darkness. So that was what the state of this world was then in the beginning before God comes in. Have you ever witnessed God changing anybody's life? Have you ever witnessed it? Mm-hmm. If you've ever witnessed it, maybe it's you, but I, I, my, my life was transformed by God. 
And this is why I want to title this, The Importance of the Holy Spirit. The Importance of the Holy Spirit. So you see this, that um, the earth was without form and void and darkness, and darkness was upon the face of the, of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. You know, without the Spirit of God, nothing works. The Spirit of God was the one that goes ahead and survey things before God began to speak. So maybe I should use the very small word, I mean very little word that says, Spirit of God become the searchlight. The searchlight that we call touchlight in Africa. But I, but, but I will call it searchlight. So this is, this is what happened. The Spirit, of, the, the Spirit of God has lots of duties in our lives. Oh my God. I read a book that I will introduce you to if we can get that. It, it was written by uh, Patricia King. It's known as Spiritual Revolution. <laughs> I finished this book a couple of months ago, and and this is it shows really good biblical research on the functions of the Holy Spirit. It shows that. So I'm going to read out some of that to you from the book written by Patricia King known as spiritual revolution. The first thing that she mentioned that the Holy Spirit do is that he leads and directs. He leads and directs. The book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 tells us that. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, verse 27 says that. The Holy Spirit speaks in, in us, to us, and through us. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit speaks in us, to us, through us. The Act of Apostles chapter one verse sixteen can confirm that. He gives power to cast out devils. We see that in the book of Matthew chapter twelve, verse twenty-eight. He releases power. The Holy Spirit anoints. Gospel of Act of Apostles chapter ten verse thirty-eight say that. The Holy Spirit come upon one or falls on one. That's when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about those fake ones. I'm talking about the real Holy Spirit. Uh, the book of Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 is a very typical example of that. Because this is where people fake the Holy Spirit. <laughs> How do you fake the Holy Spirit and expect to perform a real work? When you fake the Holy Spirit, then you are going to perform a fake spirit, a fake message. You're going to give a fake message. You're going to perform a fake miracle. That's it. Anything that is fake produces nothing but fake. Ah, it's just real. So, this is where the problem is that people people just believe that the Holy Spirit just come on anyone. No. It comes upon one who leaves themselves for God, who surrenders themselves for God, who gives God a full access, and and your mind must be cleansed. You heard me. Your mind must be completely clean of no kind of evilness towards anyone. That's when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Remember the Bible says, David says, if you find iniquity in me, if you find iniquity in me, and the same David said in the book of Psalms 51, he says, he says, restore to me the, the joy of that salvation. Something is happening 
in the in David's life when he realized that the spirit that he had is being polluted. He said, "So I ask you, Lord God, create in me a new spirit. Create in me. The old one that I have is corrupted. So, for God's spirit to come upon you, for God's spirit to fall on you, you have to be pure in mind. Oh yeah." Like I said, the Gospel of Matthew chapter three verse sixteen tells us that, and then the Holy Spirit baptizes and fills us. It baptizes and fills us. Gospel of John chapter one verse thirty three tells us that. Um, Act of Apostles chapter ten verse forty seven will also tell you that, and it gives us new birth. New birth means that you are born again. How do you become born again? You become born again when things that you used to do does not matter to you anymore. You are now into God. You wait for God's direction. You ask God, God, I'm not going to do this if you don't speak to me. Now imagine all these things that I've said, and these are just a drop of of the works of the Holy Spirit. So these are things that the Holy Spirit do, and that's why the Bible says. That tells us in that in that book of Genesis chapter one, and the Spirit of God move upon the face of the earth. Can you imagine what that Holy Spirit will be doing when He's moving? So this is why I say the importance and the duties of the Holy Spirit is in God's hands, and He's ready to give it to whoever, whoever, because it comes from Him. It comes from the Father. It does not come from anyone. The book of John, chapter fifteen, twenty-six, tells us that only God gives Holy Spirit. So, so <laughs> this is—I'm sorry, I'm laughing. This is where I have a problem when people think that they can pass through Holy Spirit. I have a problem with that. I do really have a problem with that because I've never seen anyone who can duplicate that. I don't know who will um, give you Holy Spirit when the Bible says it proceeds from the from the power from God. See, when people lay hands on you, they can't pass on the Holy Spirit to you. It, it is impossible. Laying hand on you does not transfer, does not enact the transferring of power. No, it doesn't. What justice will it make for someone to transfer to you what takes them forever to to get together? Is that does that make any sense? What justice is that? So it's not it's not work. If you if you ever see anyone do that, it's nothing but a complete fake. Please understand that it's a complete fake. Because when someone lay when the Bible says lay hands on people, it's not saying that transfer power to them. The only one that transfer power is God, and He gives the power to His Son Jesus Christ, who now gives us that power. Back in that book of John, I have to read this. I don't know. I don't know who is going to get this, uh, but somebody got to get this because there's been so many kind of fake um, out there where people think that uh, uh, they can lay hands upon you. Let me lay hands on you, and you receive Holy Spirit. I don't, I don't see that. It only proceed from God. Okay, John, Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 26 says, "But when the Comforter has come, whom I will send." Unto you, from the Father. Did you hear that? Even, even the Spirit of Truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. It comes from God. It does not come from anyone. 
Jesus even said that what I'm giving you comes from my father. How dare you then do you think that uh, Holy Spirit can be passing to you? I will give it to you if I lay hands on you. Oh, just don't stop, stop saying that. That's, that's heresy. It's, it's not possible. Because God only gives Holy Spirit. So when you have this Holy Spirit, the only thing that I know will reign in you is the truth. Because the Gospel of John, the same Gospel of John tells us in that chapter 14 of that verse 17. And in that same chapter that I read earlier on, chapter 15 verse 26, it will tell you nothing but the truth. So it will teach you to tell the truth. And it will, it will, it will lead you to tell the truth. For every worshippers out there, for those who want to worship, you cannot worship without the presence of the Holy Spirit. You cannot. Because if you go back to the same book of John, um, I believe chapter 4, yeah, it's chapter 4. Gospel of John chapter 4 clearly tells us that to those who want to worship must be led by the Spirit. That's what it says in verse 23. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshipper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him did you see that in truth and spirit so so there are thousands of things that the holy spirit do as a matter of fact holy spirit is actually the reason why you have dreams if you are a dreamer and those that sees vision yeah the act of uh, apostle chapter 2 verse 17 and 18 tells us that and the act, uh, and and also act of apostle chapter eleven verse twenty eight, for those who are dreamers. So when you have your dream, be be specific and be sure that it's 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 you remember it all. Holy Spirit directs that. Holy Spirit gives that. So now now that you've known this, you now realize that we need that in our life. Understand that we all need that. So when you wake up in the morning, you will say, Holy Spirit, guide me because it is him that will give you life without without holy spirit you have no life you and i have no life romans 18 romans 8 chapter 1 i mean romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 10 tells us that so if you don't have this you cannot even pray you can't pray for anyone because it is the holy spirit also that leads us in prayer mm -hmm. it is the holy spirit without the holy spirit we don't even know how to pray verse 26 through 27 of the book of Romans 8 tells us that. So, when we talk about the Holy Spirit in the scripture here, you will see that the Bible says that God sends His Holy Spirit to move upon the face of the earth. And right after that, God says, let there be light. And there was light. I declare in the name of Jesus that light over your life, that you will walk no more in darkness in the name of Jesus. The power of Almighty God will guide you it will direct you in the right path. The power of Holy Spirit will fill you up with the truth about God and about your life. The power of Holy Spirit will give you victory over all the obstruction that surrounds you. The power of Holy Spirit will give you victory over all the forces of evil that stand against you. The power of Holy Spirit will give you the spirit of discernment to know who to run away from and to know who to wait for. The power of the Holy Spirit will enable you in the name of Jesus to step into things that you, you want to do and to continue in the strength of the Lord. The power of the Holy Spirit will continue to minister to you from this day henceforth. I declare and it shall be so 
in the name of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Good morning to you again. Good afternoon where you are. Good evening where you are. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause His face to shine upon you. When next I come back, I'm going to share another series completely. This is what we need in our life. When we get this Holy Spirit, listen to me. When you get this Holy Spirit, you will know that God is with you. Today is Tuesday, November 22. The time now is 5.25, which means I've been, I've started this program for over 17 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. You see how early that is? And that's how God wake me up because he wanted you to hear this and it will be a blessing to your soul if only you follow this. We all need that Holy Spirit. Without Holy Spirit, we're like a dead person. So Holy Spirit is the only thing that will clear the path of our life. So ask for it in your prayer. Ask God, Father, give me the Holy Spirit. Teach me what to do because I don't know. I don't know. And there's no way I would have known without you telling me. Because we would not know what is in the world without the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit that was upon the face of the deep. God had to send that forth to to fight demonic forces. Then the Lord God, after the Holy Spirit clarified the, I mean, clears the air, the Holy, the Bible says the Lord God said, "Let there be." So without the Holy Spirit, there will be no creation. You better believe that. So without the Holy Spirit in your life, nothing can happen. Trust me. Nothing, I say nothing can happen because I know that. So when you pray, ask for that Holy Spirit and let him lead you and let him guide you. Again, I say that loud and clear. We need Holy Spirit. And when you ask for it, God will give you. 